welcome back to Classical Christian Virtues. I'm your host, Dr. Timothy Dernlin, as we journey together toward the good life by cultivating virtue and resisting vice one week at a time. The companion book to this podcast is also entitled Classical Christian Virtues. You can pick that up at Amazon.com or you can get more information at TimDernlin.com. If you head over there, please do leave me a message. I like reading those each week. Finally, Subscribe to this podcast, give it a five-star rating, pass it on to a friend, and we'll build this classical Christian virtues community together. Love you all. Let's get started. The greatest wealth is to live content with little. It's a quote by ancient philosopher Plato. The greatest wealth is to live content with little. Our virtue today is contentment, and for those of you who've been with us before, you know that the virtue is the midpoint between two vices, the vice of excess and the vice of deficiency. Can you think of what the vice of excess contentment might be if you have too much contentment or if you're too content? Well, that could be the vice of slothfulness or laziness. What about if you're not content enough? If you lack contentment, a deficiency, that can lead to irritability, irritability. So contentment is our golden mean. It's our virtue of the week. The vice of excess is slothfulness. The vice of deficiency is irritability. Contentment is the quality of being satisfied with the current state of life events, circumstances, and interpersonal relationships. Contentment has been a struggle throughout all of history. From the moment of creation, humanity was not content. Adam and Eve were given a beautiful paradise for a home, a garden. They were given fulfilling work and face-to-face relationships with God himself. However, Satan used the vice of discontentment, pride of thinking that they should have more. He He used that vice of discontentment to tempt our first parents into a sin the world will suffer from until all things are made new and we return to that paradise, the new heaven and new earth. Paul addresses this virtue to the Philippians when he reminds us not to rely on other people or other circumstances for our contentment, but rather to rely on Jesus Christ himself for our ultimate contentment. This does require humility, and we're going to read that passage of Scripture from Philippians 4, 10 through 13, and see what Paul was talking about. I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at length you have revived your concern for me. You were indeed concerned for me, but you had no opportunity. Not that I am speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I will be content. I know what it is to be brought low, and I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. It's interesting. He, he says there, I've learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. And it's Christ, Christ who gives him strength. That is our ultimate hope for all of these virtues, is Christ and His saving work and and the work of the Holy Spirit in us. 
Can you think of any other person in the Bible, history, literature, or film that needed contentment? A couple that come to my mind are first from The Old Man in the Sea by Ernest Hemingway. The old man was content. We see him time and time again plugging away and being content with having little. And then when he caught the great fish and brought it back and turned out it was devoured by sharks on his way in, he went back back to work and was content even the next day, even through bloody hands and the loss of that great fish. He was content. So that's a good example. If you, Another book that you might want to read is Charles Dickens' Christmas Carol. Can you think of characters who had contentment in that book or showed a lack of contentment? Well, obviously, one who has a great lack of contentment is Scrooge. And he's the wealthiest one, the one who has the most material possessions, the most earthly possessions, and he's the one who's who has the most irritability and lack of contentment in the whole book. One who has the least, both physically and with wealth, is Tiny Tim. And he has the most contentment. Another person with little or modest means is Scrooge's nephew, Fred. Yet he also is content. And it's interesting how both Fred and Tiny Tim have great joy. Joy tends to go with contentment. Joy is one of the fruit of the Spirit, and it leads to contentment. So oftentimes when you see someone who's content, you'll find someone who's joyful and find someone who has the fruit of the Spirit in many other ways. So slothfulness is the overabundance, uh, the excess, rather, of contentment. It's the vice of slothfulness. We read about that in Ecclesiastes 10, 18. Through sloth, the roof sinks in, and through indolence, the house leaks. So when someone is lazy and and too content, they run into problems. Problems of their own making that they, they should have addressed, yet they had the vice of slothfulness. What about a lack of contentment, the vice of irritability? That's talked about in Proverbs 29, 11. There we read, A fool gives full vent to his spirit, but a wise man quietly holds it back. So someone who's discontent becomes irritable, and irritability is seen in a fool. So let's seek the virtue of contentment this week. Have you ever experienced someone in your own life who's slothful or irritable? What situations cause you to be slothful or lazy or irritable or anxious? Are there certain situations? Oftentimes, it's simply the lack of faith and reliance in Christ and that God will take care of your every need. Have you ever experienced contentment from someone? I've experienced contentment by watching my mother. My mother has great joy. She she knows how to stretch a dollar. That passage from Philippians definitely applies to her. She has great strength and great joy. 
How can you cultivate contentment in your own life? Look for those ways. Look for people. Look for situations that either cultivate or bring out vice or ways that you can cultivate the virtue of contentment. When are you lazy? When are you irritable? When are you content? I want to be content. I know you do too. Let's cultivate that virtue of contentment together this week. Thank you so much for joining us today. You can help build this community by subscribing to this podcast, sharing it with a friend, giving it a five-star rating, or writing a comment or review below. All four of those things really, really help. If you'd like to go deeper into this study, you can pick up Classical Christian Virtues at Amazon.com and follow along with us, answer the additional questions in your book, and dive a little deeper. While you're at it, you can pick up a copy for a friend. If you'd like to contact me directly, please go to timdernland.com and shoot me a message. I'd really like to hear from you. Until next time, may God the Father bless you and the Holy Spirit guide you as you strive to live like our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ by resisting vice and cultivating virtue for the good of others and the glory of God alone.